Ladies and gentlemen, go over to our YouTube channel right now. The First Family of Waterfowl Season 2 is airing every Thursday night, 7 o'clock, on our YouTube channel. A lot of good stuff. It tracks us throughout the entire season from dove season, and it follows us through waterfowl season. So go check it out right now on our YouTube channel, The Big Honker Podcast, and be sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Give us a follow. A lot of cool stuff going on. This podcast is brought to you by Shin Gear at ShinGear.com. They are releasing all sorts of good stuff. They just came out with a brand new pullover just yesterday. Jeff got it in uh, yesterday also as it was released. So Jeff will have to tell you how it is uh, on the three and a half hunts a year that he does. Um, (laughs) The bibs are phenomenal. I was lucky enough to torture test them last year. They're great. They're waterproof. They're wind resistant or windproof. Hell, you don't feel any wind. Uh, great material and great people over there at Shin Gear. Their waiters are out of this world and they have a guarantee. They will stand behind their waiters for as long as you stand in them. So if you ever have any problems with any garments that are from Shin Gear, send it back. They'll fix it and get it right back out to you in a timely manner, which is important. ShinGear.com, go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by Pacific calls at pacificcustomcalls.com they're releasing some new calls they've got another spec call coming out the bbs and they've got a big goose call coming out the bbg it is going to cater to the guys that are chasing the big geese so my favorite is still the ba lesser call it is the one that i choose and the pcd duck call so i know a lot of guys are moving to the no name i'm a pcd guy but head over to pacificcustomcalls.com and get whatever you're going to need for this coming waterfowl season because it's coming shortly. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels, BritLabs.com. Mr. Corey over there that's doing the giveaway, he has an 18-month wait list. The proof is in the pudding. He's putting out some phenomenal dogs. We'll have a couple dogs out here this year at Stanfield Outfitters. So Hardworking, good dogs, good pets. Good citizens. Just great attitude. Overall, you, you, you can't go wrong with double T British kennels. You just and, can't do it. And Corey is a stand-up guy. I mean, he goes above and beyond for his clients and his dogs are just a testament to the hard work that he puts into them. A good man with a great, great, great company. So check them out, BritLabs.com, and you can get on a waiting list or send him an email. And, you know, if you've already got a dog, he can help you in the training of it. So send him an email, check them out, BritLabs.com. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. You are missing a major, major advantage if you are not shooting Boss Shot Shells. Uh, the Stanfield Nines, you need to call or email them. Order them direct. Get a hold of Meg at the shop. She can take care of you on the Stanfield Nines. The best teal load you can buy this year. Yes, and dove load. If you're hunting some state land or federal land that doesn't allow non-toxic, the Nines are going to be great for dove hunting too. So... Um, and then as far as waterfowl loads, just get the old standard, the old two and three quarter inch, three, five blend. It's the way that I rock. New war chiefs will be day. out this month. War chiefs are coming out. They got a lot of cool stuff uh, going on over there. Uh, sign up to everything that they got going on. They've got uh, different email, email letters and newsletters coming out. So you can stay up to date on everything that boss has going on, but major, major advantage once you switch to boss. So also we're brought to you by lucky duck. They have got a lot of brand new stuff. They've got a brand new spinner out. Uh, you know, if you're a goose hunter, you know this. Once the spinner's going, uh, there's nothing worse than geese come in and you got to turn off the spinner and wing side up. It always stinks. White side up. So they have figured out a way, white side down, black on top. So it's going to be black and white. That contrast is going to 
catch the eye of the bird a lot easier. Also, dove season is coming up for a lot of people down here in the southern states of Texas. They've got great dove spinners. The more the merrier. Dove will do it just like teal will. So get you three or four of those dove spinners if you've got a dove hunt coming up. You're not going to regret it. They've also got dog kennels, five-star crash test rated. They fit the big boys in there like Lou. Uh, I cannot say enough about Lucky Duck. Everything that they do is great, and they're always trying to find a way of improving. So head over to LuckyDuck.com and pick from any of the various items that they have. You're not going to be disappointed. Brand new ice eaters out, too. They're in the ice eater game. Yep, the floating ones. That's right. We're also brought to you by Hemp Hill Farms for your CBD needs. Listen, I'm getting a little bit older, so I got more aches and pains than I used to have. I take take Hemp Hill every night. I take a gummy before I go to bed. And the roll-on, I absolutely love. I'm old. I get in the pool. My grandkids wear me the hell out. They think I'm a jungle gym. The knees are sore when I get out of the swimming pool from wrestling with them for hours at a time. Put on some salve or the roll-on. Put it right on my knee. Quits hurting within a minute. I like the roll-on. Got a little bit going. Got a little something going on with my ankle and Achilles. So just roll it on and the pain goes away. He's also got uh, pet CBD. So uh, if you have a dog that gets a little bit anxious, maybe when the guns are going off or he's just a bucket Bronco until the first flock comes in, maybe check out some pet so CBD. You're going to keep Lou zoned up all year I'm long, right? I'm going to keep him doped up. Yep. He's <laughs> going to be, he'll be pissing hot by the end of the year. So, uh, but no, great, great people, all natural, uh, all organically grown. And you know, the, the way that they do everything High, high quality over there at Hemp Hill Farms and first time customers get save a little bit of money. If you got the ouchies and everyone that's older has an ouchie, whether it's a shoulder, an elbow, or anything, the roll on is so easy. You just roll it, just just put it on. And it, man, it doesn't burn like being gay. There's no side effects. It just it makes you quit hurting. I highly recommend it. Hemphillfarm.com with a pH. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. They have revolutionized the silhouette game. It is still the most cost-effective way of having a nice waterfowl spread. Uh, you can get five or ten dozen of the silhouettes, and you know you're in the game pretty much anywhere in the in North America. And you don't have to break the bank doing it. They've revolutionized silhouettes, and they've revolutionized silosocks, which is a very good way of adding movement to your spread. I cannot uh, recommend socks enough. Put them out there. Wind's moving. You got natural motion. And all motion is not created equal. The folks over at Dive Bomb Industries figured out a way of having natural-looking motion added to your spread with the socks. So head over to Dive Bomb Industries. You can order right from their website, and it'll ship straight to your door. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way we start our morning here at the Big Honker Lodge every single day. They have a blend for you. My preference is the Missouri Boat Ride Blend. But they've got it all. They got suns up, guns up, high velocity, first flight, whatever you're into. And my summertime favorite is the cold brew. It's how I spend my afternoons every single day. A little cold brew, a little bit of sorcery, and it's my afternoon pick me up. So head over to Dirty Duck Coffee. They're great guys over there at Dirty Duck Coffee. If you're going to any of the uh, coming hunting shows, game fairs coming up, I know they're going to be at it. So stop by the booth, get your morning pick me up. Also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. They are the reason that we still have ducks. They are the leader in wetland conservation, and I am so excited to be attached to Ducks Unlimited. Great group of guys. It's it's season. It's time to go to the banquets. 
Go buy you some raffle tickets. Buy you gun or win some guns. Buy paintings, decoys. You can fill up your whole house at one DU event on perfect stuff for that perfect man cave. And it all goes to a great, great, great source, which is to build wetlands so we can have ducks to hunt. Support them because they're supporting us as duck hunters. Also, we're brought to you by Mossberg, mossberg.com, and we've got some new guns showing up here shortly. Yes, we over will unders. have the new we'll have some over-unders. Me and Andy will be shooting over and unders for our TV show. And we will have they are providing guns again for our gold star hunt. Can't say it. thank you enough for that. There will be eight young men and or women. I think there's a little girl too coming this year. For the Gold Star Hunt, Mossberg is very, very, very charitable of them. I don't even know if that's the word I should use. It's very nice of them to donate these guns to these kids for a great cause. It's a great company. The 940 Waterfowl, we shot those last year. Great guns. Reach out, grab you a Mossberg, shoot it, and try it, and see if you don't like it. They're good guns. Also, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. It's going to save my back all this coming waterfowl season. And they've got a brand new blind caddy coming out. Keep, I'm going to be able to just be like having a TV dinner in there. I'll have a place for my coffee to go, and I'll have me a little workstation set up. So alphaoutdoorspecialties.com. You can go there. You can hit the shop button. And all of their stuff, you can see what all they're coming up with. So Great guys. The flooded timber guys, I'm telling you right now, their gun magnet that goes on the trees is the best thing I've ever seen for flooded timber. And be looking for that blind caddy because it's what I'm going to be using all year long. Also, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Logan and Rebel put on a great show. If you like this one, head over to their Patreon account, Patreon, and just type in the Looking Glass Podcast. And you can be a part of the group of degenerates that are listening to their show. They're hilarious. It is a great way of killing long road trips, listening to Logan and Rebel. And, you know, every once in a while, you'll gain a little bit of knowledge. So Logan and Rebel are great dudes, and we always look forward to seeing them out here at the Big Hunker Lodge. So check them out on Patreon. Subscribe to everything they got going on and get prepared to laugh. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Dove season's just around the corner. We are in full off-season or full preparation for Dove Eve out here at the Big Honker Lodge. It's going to be here before we know it. we got a couple dates available. Give us a call, 940-658-3172. Ask for Shin Gear's Husky model because he's the one that answers the phone and we will responds have, to your email. I have the Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving. I have an opening then, and I think I have... I actually have a weekend. I have a, the November 17th, 18th weekend. I have a group opening then. I had a group move their date to another date, so that is open. And that's all I have in November. The Monday, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and that weekend before Thanksgiving, I think, is the weekend that I have a, a spot for one group. Hunting's outstanding then. That's a great time to come. I still got some times, some days in December. I've got the week after Christmas and the week before Christmas. I have a couple spots open still. So, anyways, give me a call. We appreciate you listening to us and check out all of our stuff we have. We've got the Patreon account, Big Honker Podcast. We got the YouTube channel. It's got a giveaway. Don't forget it. Thank you. God bless you and be safe. All right. This episode of the podcast, we are joined by little Josh. He is up in Canada right now hunting with Quill Like Outfitters. He's guiding up there this year. Uh, and we get a bird report. Everything's going on in Canada right now. So enjoy the episode. Sky no, Carp and Cranes. A, there's a fuckload of ducks. Like, I've never seen so many ducks in one area. No, I can't wait. We'll have them scouted out in another month. Okay. Yeah. Everybody just shut the fuck up and let me hit record.
Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Pacific. I am Jeff Stanfield with Josh Moore and the world-famous Andy Shaver. That is right. What are you doing, Josh? It is down here in Texas. You're lucky. What'd you say it was? Three degrees Celsius up there? Yep. Well, it is hotter than a set of twin babies in a Mercedes Benz with the windows up when the temp goes up to the mid-80s down here. Where in the fuck did you come up with that? Is the stupidest sounding deal I have ever heard. It's Eminem. That was a long one. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he says that in one of his raps? Oh, I'm not an Eminem Forgot guy. about Dre. I'm not a big Eminem guy. So. 19, that's in the... Uh, what was that? What is that album? Josh, do you, Chronic? Think, do you think Eminem's the best rapper ever? Uh, Like, lyrically, maybe. He, who, who do you consider the best rapper? No, I'm not really Me a rapper. Either, so that cuts Did you those. know that that was Eminem? That was on 2001. No. The album 2001 by Dr. Dre. Did that come out in 2001? I think it actually came out in 2000. He, you know, Dr. Dre said, give me one more platinum plaque and fuck rap. Y'all can have it back. And I don't think he ever got his platinum plaque. So he's still hard at it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. That's, that's, that's Mr. Eminem. I think he's personally the greatest rapper alive because he's handicapped because he can't say the N-word. You know, you get you get a lot of these guys, and like their shit doesn't even have to rhyme. And so just, that's what we're basing all of it on is not being able to use the N word. Think of how easy it is <laughs> if you've just got a sentence that makes no sense, and you just throw the 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 N soft A word at the end of the sentence, and then the next sentence you do, you just throw it down there again, and then it automatically rhymes. Do you think it makes Larry Cable guy the best comedian ever? What? Larry the Cable Guy can't use the N-word. Right. Would that make him the best comedian ever? No. Who's the best comedian ever? Uh, I think if you... Have you have you watched uh, Kings of Comedy, Little Josh? Probably not. That's before your time. So Bernie Mac. I nope. would say Bernie Mac. He was a funny son of a bitch. There's no doubt Bernie about Bernie Mac, it. that is your homework assignment, Josh Moore. Before you get down to Texas, you have got to watch the Kings of Comedy. Came out, what, late 90s? Yeah, it's uh, Steve Harvey. Uh, what's the fat guy that's uh, funny? Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric the Entertainer. D.L. Hughley. He was not very funny. On I movie. thought he was hilarious. Yeah. Watch the Kings of Comedy. But Bernie Mac is the best. Yeah. I think, what, what's the little short pimp guy? that played Cat Williams. Cat Williams is a funny bitch too. Yeah. Yes. Let me t- I'll tell you right now. If you want to watch an old school comedian that really, the older I get, the smarter he has become, is George Carlin. Yeah, you didn't like him. No, I didn't. I went and seen him one time, and he made fun of Jesus, and I was wanting to get up, but I was on the front row, and I did not want him to call my fat ass out in front of everybody. So I endured the whole thing. But as I get older, other than his take on the Bible, a lot of stuff he talks about makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. A lot of common sense there. It does. So Josh is working for Quill Lake Outfitters. A top-notch yep. guide service in Quill Lake in Saskatchewan, and then he has to come back to the ghetto of the Big Honker Lodge. I feel so sorry for you after the accommodations you are staying at now compared to where you're going to be staying at in another two months. It's all good. It's life. Well, kind of makes me feel bad. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, like life. it's kind of like the kid that goes from living in his parents' mansion and then has to come back and stay in the pool house for a couple of days. It's like Max. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I feel for you. We're about. Huh? We're about ten different tax brackets away from my boss. Oh, I, there's so not even a, I can't even see that tax bracket. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not. So, now, is your boss as cool as your boss is in Texas? Listen, Jeff, you're both cool. Okay? <laughs> That's a very political answer. You're both you're both rad. We, man. me and Andy, are are blessed enough that we get to come up and hunt with you in about what four weeks, five, five four or five weeks. And we are. I, I am. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I am so excited. You just. I cannot. The only thing I dislike is the all day travel. That me and Andy are going to be on an airplane for 12 hours that day, that Sunday. But I cannot wait to hunt up there. Well, we're going to do what? We'll pick you up in a Mercedes van and get the whole shebang. Well, the shebang part is fun. It's if you could send a private jet to Knox City to pick us up to bring us up there, then that would really make it the shebang a little better. But we are going to be on a plane all day, but it's well worth what we're going to get to do. So you're shooting field ducks. Like you said, you've never seen so many field ducks in your life right now, right? Well, not just field ducks, just ducks in general. I mean, we got redheads, cans, legion, uh, you know, pintails, obviously, mallards. We got everything you can name, basically. Uh, We even got a whole bunch of coot, which everybody loves. Are you shooting coots right uh, now? No pool dues. No. Are you sure, Josh? No, we, uh, You're not struggling in Canada and having to go dip your toe? You're not having to, like, you know, take the fat chick home and shoot a coot every once in a while? I'll never take the fat chick home and shoot a coot. Never say never, bud. Have you, uh, what I loved about Canada, and me and Andy, the only time I've ever been up there, me and Andy hunted about four, four or five hours north of where you're at right now, but we Andy. saw moose, we saw bear, we saw all kinds of deer, elk. Are you seeing a lot of that where you're at here? Is it mostly going to be moose and deer? I saw all of them today. I almost hit a moose today, actually. And you got bear where you're at too? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to think of that because I'd walk through some bush to get to where some birds were today, and I was I was worried about moose. I don't want to have to worry about the bears too. Oh, moose will stomp your ass in the ground. We had a moose come in our spread while we were in Canada. And this one coon ass was like, can I shoot it? Well, fuck no. You're going to piss that son of a bitch off. He's going to kill us all. Yeah. we got some Southern boys in right now. They're pretty cool. What is breakfast like at Quill Lake Outfitters? What are you, what are you eating at breakfast? Uh, yesterday, we, well, we, so we do like two meals a day. It's kind of like a brunch type deal. And then you eat dinner. Um, the other day we had these, like, they were omelets, but... I don't know. It was almost like a fully loaded omelet. And then we had like hash browns. Um, like we have three cooks here mm-hmm. cooking for everybody. So um, last night we had bison tenderloin wrapped in bacon. Nice. Um, grilled asparagus and carrots, um, some potatoes, and then some salad. But y'all are, y'all are doing like, that's what when we hunted in Canada, that's the way it was. You had just like toast. A toast yeah. and some juice in the morning, and then you came in after your hunt, and she made a big br- big brunch, basically. Like you'd have, you did. We didn't have lunch. We had yeah. a breakfast lunch at like ten or eleven o'clock, and then we ate dinner at six o'clock at night. And that's kind of the way that was up there. And that's how y'all do it up there too. I mean, it's it's not at six at night, but yeah, it's. I mean, we got stuff guys can, because you know it's. We were rolling out at four thirty this morning with the clients. So we go, we go set the spread, and then we have two passenger vans um, that we take guys in on after we set the spread, set the blinds and everything, and then they come show up. Have you, uh, 
So it's. Uh, have you went into ahead. the city of Quill Lake yet? Oh yeah. Have you went to the Chinese Canadian restaurant there? No, we we've only been to the bar there. Well, next to the hotel there, there's a little Chinese Canadian cafe. Me and Andy spent yeah. Canadian Thanksgiving there one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, in we October. Had sweet and sour chicken and pork, I guess, for Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody else, everything else was closed down. It was pretty good. Yeah. Felt like we were on the Christmas story oh. when they had to go to the Chinese restaurant to eat. That's the way we were. I didn't realize there were so many bison up here. I guess I didn't either. Wild bu- wild buffalo everywhere? No, they're they're all penned up and stuff, but um you should see the rinky dink ass fences they put up for these things too. Yeah, they can walk through anything. Are they tame? Are they tame bison? I don't know. I'm not gonna like a that cow. Theory. You were a you were a bullfighter. I saw a video a couple days ago on TikTok. A guy had a kind of a pet bison. Like the bison would come in the house. But like, huh? yeah. What? I'll find it. What um, the fuck? And like a full grown bison. And he's like, you know, this this bison is easier on my furniture than my grand grandchildren are. But yeah, the bison would just like throw open the door, walk in, and then, you know, get his loving. And then he'd just go right back out. But he would tear shit up outside. Fences, pickup trucks, nothing was off limits. But inside, he's a baby doll. I had a a guy, a friend of mine in Wichita Falls used to have a pet bull. And you could pet that sucker and stuff, but he was dangerous because he just kind of moved his head, knock knock you out just by bumping into you and not meaning to hurt you. So... So that's why y'all had bison. I guess bison's a big food. Bucky Nell says bison's the what the in the top five of meat <laughs> yeah. in, in the United States, but we we de- we debunk that pretty quick. Meat consumption. So are, have you shot cranes yet? Yeah, we shot. Uh, we went on a duck shoot opening day. We shot our six man limited ducks, and then we shot like four honkers and like three or four cranes are you starting to see cranes move is there migration moving yet or is everything still pretty stale up there uh well last night we had a north wind and we saw a few more birds today than you know the last week but we got we got a good amount of cranes in everything's just so spread out because they're in their summer summer stuff still are they have you crane hunted yet like just a crane hunt or will you not do that up there we're doing that this evening what are they like up there? Are they like Texas cranes and dickheads? I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. You don't think they're dumber and shit right now? They're just oh, yeah. out of eggs. What's, uh, yeah, but they're prehistoric, Jeff. They come out like so already these, having a master's These degree. are 1,400 birds that come from the 1,400s or BC or what are you saying? Probably. Do what, Josh Moore? They probably yeah. are. Yeah, they've already got a master's degree coming out of the egg. Yeah, they're, those... I don't care what anybody says about cranes. I will always think they're the smartest bird 100%. out there. Yeah. That's because you're my best crane hunter, though. Josh Moore is crane hunting. We have found that out. He is the best crane guide we have. You have passed Poppy by a long way. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, that's no. true. If you come hunt with us and you want to shoot cranes, you need to ask to hunt with Josh Moore. How was Blake's wedding? A lot of fun. It was a wedding. A lot of fun. I thought you yeah. were going to come through. No, I had to. I don't know what I was. I didn't get an invite. Well, that's why I thought. That's why I, I thought you'd be there. 
<laughs> just crash it with Lawson. Just crash it. And I figured Maki Soberano would come there for sure because he's a crasher. Of, drink also. all of his uh, open bar. Yeah, it was hot. What do you look for, dude? What are you looking for? That's not right, your boss. Good. I can tell how you're talking you, to him. You're still getting into other people's shit, even up there. Let the motherfucker look for whatever he wants to look for. Walking in it's and out. It's not your fucking problem to solve. Have you told him about all your sexual conquests like you told all of us? Oh <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. He, I bet you didn't even know the guy's name. Um, you know that one particular harbor, the one we don't ever talk about? Anyways, I saw someone that looked just like her at Turkey Federation. I mean, exactly. And I even hollered her name, and it wasn't her. I was going to I was gonna ask her about you. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a weirdo. Not you, Jeff. So... How, no, how hard no. was it getting across? The, for everybody, Josh is working in Canada now. By now this, you know this. How hard was getting across the border? It wasn't hard at all. It just, like, because I got a work visa, so um, it took about two hours. God, two hours? That's a long time. What were they doing? Well, they got to process everything. They got to run a background check. They got to, you know, input all your info. There's a lot of stuff they got to do. I mean, the guys that were up here in the spring working, theirs was like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. Right. What, did the, what did the guys, y'all's customers that have flown in, has the airport's been a pretty easy transition so far? Yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't say anything about it. So this is our first group of clients. They showed up last night. So they didn't say much about being at the airport and a problem? No, they. I didn't hear anything. At least. Last time I was at the Saskatoon airport, I got detained for about an hour. But so did... Did you have a gun? No, I didn't. They just were. I did not. The last time we went up there, I went up there and was just going to film. I wasn't even hunting or nothing. And the lady started questioning me pretty hard about why I wasn't why I wasn't hunting. She's like, you know, you can hunt. You can well, you hunt up here, huh? Yeah. It, there's like a. They're looking for the right answer. Well, I obviously did not give them the right answer because we went over there for about an hour, and I think they thought I had a DWI or something in America. And that's why I wasn't getting a hunt oh. license is because I wasn't allowed to get one. Finally, I told the lady, yeah. actually, she had, she had hammered me and hammered me and hammered me and hammered me. I finally told her, I said, I understand now exactly how people feel when they have to see me in court over something they're lying about because I hammer them the same way because I know they're lying to me. Yeah. But I said, I'm not lying about anything. And she goes, what do you mean in your court? That's why I'm a judge in a little small town in Texas. She goes, okay, Mr. Stanfield, thank you very much. And let me go. I was into the whole deal. The whole thing, she thought I was lying about having a DWI, I guess. But then when I got, I figured everybody was yep. waiting on me, and I went outside, and I was waiting on Steve Barber for another 10 minutes. They were wanting to know about all his past and shit. Oh, that was probably a long Long, long past time. with Steve's, all his shit he's done in his life. But anyways, <laughs> then we got to the rental. It was pretty easy, but uh, but that just was forever just a questioning. But we got off that plane in Saskatoon, and it's a small plane. I'm saying maybe 150 people on it. There's about 20 of us got pulled to the yeah. side, and all 20 of us went through the same interrogation. Did you fly straight into Saskatoon? We flew from Denver. I flew from Lubbock to Denver, Denver to Saskatoon. Okay, because when I came up in the spring, I flew from DFW to Toronto. 
and then Toronto. To we go, we go going up there. Me and Andy go DFW to Atlanta, Atlanta to Winnipeg, Winnipeg to Saskatoon, and then coming home, we go from Saskatoon to Toronto to Dallas. You don't have I a mean, layover Atlanta in to Dallas. Uh, yes, we do a long fucking delay, layover. Is it overnight? No, but it's about eight hours. Yeah, I had an overnight seven hour delay coming back. And they shut the airport down basically. Mm-hmm. Well, At this little hangout room I tried to sleep in. Me and me and Andy, if we have an eight hour they keep changing our flight times, but if we have an eight hour layover, I'm gonna have Rory White, our friend, we're gonna go eat with him or something and have him show us Toronto. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. go sightsee. If we got an eight hour layover, we're gonna leave the airport and come back. If the weather's nice, the weather will be nice. Right, well, it's gonna be cold, big deal. Snowing, big deal. Seventy-five when we're there. It's yeah, be perfect weather. But if it's not, if it's forty-five or thirty-five, I don't. I don't care. It'd be cool and nice. I've been that. I've not been to Toronto. I've been on the other side of the uh, lake from it twice in the fall, and that time of year yeah. is nice. It's it's usually really nice. Then fifty-five to sixty for high. That's what I'm hoping. So you guys come like the ducks should be getting their color pretty good. We shot a pintail, uh, I don't know if it was opening day or the day after, but he was almost plumed really? out. Yeah, it was, it was pretty saw- crazy. Like one of the guiding here, he's real good buddies with Forrest. Like he grew up with Forrest Carpenter. So he's his waterfowl knowledge is beyond me. So you're saying Forrest is smarter yeah. than you are? Okay. Yes, 100%. I think he would agree. Where well. would you put Andy ahead of you? Is Andy smarter than you, Waterfowl? Yeah. What about fin- finish your doing- story though? Where were oh, you okay, going go with that about yeah. the IQ? What were you saying? The pintail and forest and tie it but, all together for me. Not like he's hunted up here a while and like he's only seen like one or two that are like fully plumed out at this time. Oh, first part of September. We have a pintail behind yeah. the lodge that was pretty white the other day. I saw. Jeff sees all these mystical Oh, here birds. we go again. He's seeing snipes and rails down there. He's not seeing fucking pintails. Okay. Seen any spoonies yet, Jeff? No spoonies. I hadn't seen a spoonie yet, but I did see a pintail the other day down there. Yeah. What'd you think of it- uh, old Prime, Coach Prime? Pretty good, man. I mean, TCU is not the same team they were last yeah, he year. Is. He's right, though. I, I'm... I don't disagree. I mean, let's be honest with this whole thing. TCU was one possession away from winning the game. They were. I mean, they had a chance to win on the last drive. How? Okay. How do you think it's going to go this week? Coach Prime, Nebraska, Matt Rule, what are your thoughts? I don't think we're going to put a lot of points on the board, but I I don't think Colorado is going to tear us up like they tore up TCU. Do you think Nebraska has a better defense than TCU? Yes. No doubt. I think Nebraska wins. Really? Yep. I really it's only do. Only a two and a half point. Only a two and a half point. They're playing uh, in Omaha, favorite. right? No. They're playing in Colorado. In Colorado. It's a lot of high people oh, at a game. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, sure. I, I really do. Matt Rule's a very good football coach, and he done great at Baylor with a lot less talent. And he's a good, good college football I mean, coach. Look, we're forgetting all about this game. Colorado gave up 500 yards of offense. I mean, people forget about that. TCU throws two interceptions inside the five-yard line. TCU had a really good chance to win that game. Everybody acts like Colorado went in and won by four touchdowns. They didn't. I I, I would not be surprised if Nebraska upsets them. 
Which means yeah. that Nebraska is probably going to lose by four touchdowns now. But <laughs> Nebraska has a lot of offensive stuff to work on in order to win a game. I I didn't watch the game the other day. It's but but I think Matt Rule's a really good coach, and I think they'll turn that around. I don't think he's a Scott yeah. Frost there. I think he'll do a good job. The Duke game last night was excellent. Yeah, what the hell? Clemson just shit a brick. Oh, Duke Duke took advantage of some big time jack screw it, some jack big time fuck ups by by Clemson, big time mm-hmm. screw ups and played really good football when it counted at the end. That's what you but if, do? if they played ten times, Clemson beats them eight times, I think. Kidding. Let me get out of here real quick. What are they doing? <laughs> Just the garage is open. Look, here's here's Rob. Hey Rob. That's What's up, Andy? How are you, sir? How we doing, bud? Doing well. Has Josh screwed up? Has Josh screwed up yet? Here. Did you hear Josh? <laughs> yeah, somebody screwed up yet. A couple times, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll get died. Ask <laughs> ask him about his about it. Well, you you're you're not gonna let me ask him a question, Josh. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> We'll go, we're going to go sit in the truck. It looks nice and sunny up there. Yeah. Oh, actually, well, I'll show you guys after the after this. We got these new two new blinds. They're trailer blinds. Yeah. I saw them on your and, IG. Uh, one 30-footer. Uh, I saw them on Instagram. They're badass. Yeah, they're freaking sick. And we've we brushed them all in and everything. So it's pretty pretty cool. I gotta follow. Well, we brush I one. gotta follow Josh. You don't follow Josh on Instagram? Actually, it was on Quill Lake Outfitters, is what it was on. I think, wasn't it? You better follow me, I do the, bastard. I unfollowed you. <laughs> wow. I don't see. Uh, where's it at? It's on Quill Lake Outfitters on their IG. Oh. I think it was on a. Uh, I don't know if it was a post or if it was just. Oh, a story. Were you getting it off of like a semi? Yes. Wheeler. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it brushed in. Looks good. Yeah, those are badass. Is that easy to set up? You just drag it to the field and away you go. Yeah, it's on hydraulics, so it you can lower it and raise it. It's legit. Like our boss owns a company that builds a shitload of trailers and stuff, so they built this and shipped it up here. But what uh, what did you grass it with? Because like regular grass will just shred apart, won't it? Yeah, we use uh, raffia grass. Ah, Josh. Josh works and for the, a we- really wealthy man, mm-hmm. and he works for a poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a rich man, Jeff. No, rich in memories. Living. Yep. Rich in memories. So you're hunting out of those. You- Is that what you're doing, like all year? Or are you gonna do like regular A frames? Well, I think we're gonna do a little test run tomorrow and see how it goes because that's I guess. Or we might do it when the clients leave and just do like a guide hunt and see how it goes. Oh, yeah. There you go. Save all the good shit for when the clients leave. Listen, when I'm up there, are you, you're going to set up the spread, right? I'm not I'm, I'm not going to have to touch anything. Do I get the same treatment? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Essentially. Okay, good. Just making sure. Are you going to be an asshole client? Am I? <laughs> He's going to be like, why do we shoot at those? <laughs> You want me to call the shot? No. <laughs> no. Is Andy allowed to call with you guys, or does he not just leave his calls at home? I don't care. I mean, are you going to be a problem if Andy calls? Because you know how it is out here when you got 
you guys come in the office all the time. It's like, God dang, that guy has fucking calls out and shit. Is that how you guys are going to be talking about Andy when we leave? Not about Andy, because I know Andy can actually call. No, that's good to hear. <laughs> we got a guy, Andy, who calls, who is absolutely ridiculous on a call. Ridiculous good or ridiculous bad? Yeah. Ridiculously good. Oh, okay. Good. His name's Daniel Alt. He's freaking, like, he's up there in, in competitions with, like, Kyle Jones and stuff. On a duck call or what? Well, everything. Everything. Spec call, call. Goose call. Are you taking pointers? Yeah, he's he's giving me a little lesson every once in a while. Good. I'm trying to – one of the other guys is selling a Tim Brown spec call that I'm going to try and rip. Like steel that, rip or what? No. No. You're going to buy it? Yeah. Is it okay if I bring my calls? No. That hurts my feelings. If you look with them, yeah. Huh? you want to just like have them as like ornaments yeah oh. well i don't really care about all that shit so i don't know i'm kind of afraid about bringing my calls because if i lost those somehow in my bag or something like that i would be devastated so yeah you're, you're, well if you lost the lodge at least i could bring them back to you no no, no. i just meant like if there was something fucked up with tsa and somehow they got lost and never returned we could like smashed. We could like film a commercial like they do with uh those um what's the basketball player when he plays the old man and goes to court and plays with the guys? You could just be an undercover guide like you never have hunted before, Andy. I never have. I never have. Um I guess I don't know. I guess I could put him in my carry on, but I feel like that's gonna look like a bomb going through X ray. Or marijuana pops. But I'm TSA pre, so like I just walk through. So it just goes through a metal detector, but it's got the bands on it. I had a, I got, this is all fucked up. I got pulled over by a police officer 25 years ago and I had my duck calls on my mirror, like on my lanyard. And he, he questioned yeah. me about what those were. Do I think when Logan flew back for Christmas last year, he brought his calls and they like questioned him, asked him what they yeah, were. That, this guy asked me, he goes, what are those? This is those duck and goose calls. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you do with them? All ducks and geese with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go, what do you think they are? Well, I don't know. You tell me. I said, they're ducks and goose calls. I said, what do you think they are? Some kind of fucking dope smoking device? Well, you tell me. Right. So then I, it, then I showed him. He goes, I'll be damned. Those are duck or goose calls. No shit. But he, that's what he thought it was. He thought it was some kind of fucking marijuana pipe or something. And this was back yeah. when marijuana was a felony still, basically. So. I wonder if you could smoke marijuana out of a goose or duck call. <laughs> I don't have a clue. If you packed it good enough. I don't know. It's legal here. You can try it nah, here I don't in Canada. Have a good goose call. I bet somebody smoked marijuana out of a goose <laughs> call. No, you're going to get a message from somebody. Yeah, right? Yeah. I did, I did it. it. I live to tell the story about it. That was what was funny about when yeah. we were in New York and we went across the went across the way to Niagara Falls. Both sides, it's legal. Both sides, legal in New York, legal in Canada, and but but both sides are like, make sure you know, no marijuana. You don't have any marijuana you're bringing across, right? It's like, but you you can't bring plants and stuff like that. Legal. Over. I understand you, that, I but it's just know. weird that it's like, I can go to the gas station right there. I can go to the pot shop right there by the gas station, a hundred yards into Canada and buy it. I can do the same going into right. New York, but they're both like, don't bring marijuana over here. Yeah, it's the same with like 
uh, like chew and cigarettes too. Like if you're only allowed one of each to bring one over. can of snuff or one roll. Well, one roll, like one carton, one log. Right. And after that, they tax the shit out of you. Do you need me to bring you some snuff? No. You need me to bring you some Zimbabwe's? Probably. <laughs> what are Zimbabwe's? Zins. What are those? Nicotine. Oh, those pouches? Nicotine. Yeah. Yeah. Nicotine's actually very good for you. It's all the other shit that's in, like, Copenhagen and snuff that will kill you, give you cancer. Do you need me to bring anything home down when we come up? If you do, just text me and let me know. I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't think so, but. I'll throw a Zen in my bag. I'll let you have one per day. Not the, th- need the sixes. No, we're doing threes. <laughs> we're doing threes. That's it. So the sixes are really tough on you? Oh, fuck. The threes are, Jeff. What made you throw up? Did you th- get sick off of them? No. Uh-huh. No, Payne was telling me about s- dipping Copenhagen. Oh, that wasn't me. He got sick off of it. Yeah, he said he was. He said he'll never dip snuff again. Do you do you have you ever done snuff, Josh? Yeah, I did it when I was like sixteen. But once. now you just hit the vape yeah. and zins. I don't do you that don't vape anymore. anymore. Good, Good for, for you. you. No more. No more popcorn lung for Josh Moore. What made you quit? Yep. Just Girlfriend didn't feel like Girlfriend. No, she don't. She didn't care, honestly, at all. I'll put that on my mom's like grave. Lying. What's with the Amish beard you got going on there, son? That's all he can do, Jeff. Listen. Is that Nebraska, is that Nebraska coming out in him? It's all he got. It's a thousand <laughs> times better than Blake's is already, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> we got... Um, have you guys ever heard of yes. Hutterites? Amish people. Kind of. I never... And then we drove by like one of their colonies yeah. or whatever you call it, and I, it like threw me for a loop. Why? Well, it's like a their own little neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. They live in a convent, basically. Are you giving y'all's birds yeah. to them? Um, I mean, we haven't. We just got birds in the freezer right now, so not yet. I'm sure they'll take them. They come out here and clean and stuff, so. Find the Hooderites, sure. find the Indian Indian Reservation. Any hot Hooderite chicks there? We're by two of those. Any hot Hooderites? I don't know. You don't know? I haven't seen. All I saw was, when we drove by, all I saw was guys, um, like a few guys standing around their trucks and then a couple guys driving tractors and stuff. Do they wear the hats like the, uh, the, minute, or the Amish do? I don't know. You didn't? The, like, yes. Top hat? No. Now they look like they were regular ball caps. I've never been around any Hutterites. I, there was a show about them one time. It was pretty interesting on them because they group everything. I mean, they group bank, group farm, and you know, group breed. Yeah. yeah. So listen, if they want you to, you know, diversify the gene pool, whatever you got to do to get us on that field, okay? They want a little bit of they want a little I bit don't... of Texas Texas blood no. in you. Texas blood in their gene pool. And that beard, boy, you'd get them girls all hot and bothered with that, that beard. beard you got going on in there. They wouldn't even see you. They got sheets over their head, so you can't. It's not too personal. It's just business when you walk in that room. Oh, God. What? You think we're lying? You think they really have sheets? You, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. They don't want Josh Moore knowing who he impregnated. 
He didn't want to, you know, come back next year and make it feel all awkward when there's a little <laughs> little Josh Moore running around. Yeah. You got the jeans they're looking for. Mm. No. I promise white boy, that. White boy with blue eyes. That's what they want. How are uh, Reese and Jameson Big, doing? Big, growing up, fast. You yeah. know, it's happening in a hurry. Yeah. I asked them the other day. I said, okay, boys. I said, so hunting season's here. Who's your favorite guide? Guess who they told me? Nope, Stone. Josh Moore. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. You you are you are great with my grandkids. I'm t- you're going to be a really good dad, except your own kids will probably get on your damn nerves. That is, that is probably. true. They do, because you can't send them. The nice part, those two, I know they're going back with you guys, so it's like, right. okay, let's have fun and hang out, do whatever. And then I know they're going to be leaving yeah. in, you know. I guess hours. the next episode of the first family, the, third, the boys are in it a bunch, I think. It's got that hunt where we didn't shoot anything, where we went and set up decoys and then so practice it. That was the that, we're, we're, yeah. yeah. We could run one of them right now in the same spot and have yeah. the same results. No, probably. we couldn't get decoys in the ground up there now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I tried to put a spinner in the ground on Saturday, and it would go in about an inch, two inches, and it's I'm telling you, it's as hard as this freaking table and ground that had been plowed. Yeah, hot and dry. You guys been shooting a bunch of does? We had a really good opening weekend. A very good opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, we're, we're busy this weekend. We've got birds here still. I haven't been out. I'll go out on Wednesday and really look around. But I'm hoping that by – we don't have a front until next Tuesday. So the next weekend ought to really, really be good. Hopefully this weekend is. I mean, we've got birds. we got some places we didn't yeah. hunt even. But gosh almighty, it's just so hot. Yeah. What's your schedule like up there? How does it compare to being down here? He either froze up or he's there. He froze. I can. can. Okay. Um, I mean, we start at 3, 3.30, and then probably don't stop till 11. A.M. or P.M.? We'll wake up. We'll break down your day, dickhead. You're up at three, and what are we doing? Um, I mean, obviously today we went out, set decoys, waited for the clients, scouted all the way up until you called, pretty much. Um, and then we'll go here in a couple hours, go set out a spread for the cranes, go scout through the night, come back, eat dinner, get stuff prepped for the morning, and then um, and then go from there. Are you gonna you know, are you gonna be BS. cranky by the time January rolls around? I don't think so. Because well, we're on not. a rotation. Because what? We're we're on a rotation. Oh okay. so there's six of us here. So everybody will go set the spread and everything, but not everybody will go scout. Or right. I can't really finalize how we're gonna do it, but like somebody should have a day off. Like somebody should. We got another guy coming in in a couple weeks, and then he's only going to be here like off and on. Uh, but Rob, I will be hunting with you guys, you know, every day for the three days. 
Well, listen, so, like, don't feel like you have to. If there's somebody better that you want to stick us with, then, you know, by all means. I mean, we'd like to really try that guy that really can call. That good. guy that can really call, we'd, I'd love to sit with him. Yeah. The old Dan can come with us. <laughs> like, don't feel like you got to be with us. If you got somebody good. You don't even, you don't even call at these birds much. Oh, okay. Hey, I can guide then again. Bring me out of retirement. Give me a flag. Literally. When we duck on it, we set spinners and we threw a couple, like, quacks and hit them on the curves and that's it don't like listen i've talked to a lot of guys that hunt in canada and just be ready to adapt that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah i mean obviously you know birds haven't been hunted in right however many months well some of them have never been hunted some of them fucking eggshell on their josh is a killer i'm not worried about him well i'm not either he's a great hunter I, I just know. I just, because like, I he know. He had the best birds per man average of anybody guided for us last year because I kept the numbers. He didn't keep the numbers. Yeah, he did. Um, He's the pinnacle. I just know a lot of guys get up there, they get on them early, and then stuff starts to get hot. Uh, things warm back up, and birds get a little stale. So yeah. enjoy, when- enjoy the sunshine. When these when these freelancers roll up, we've already seen a handful of trucks, but probably fucking blue players, right? Blue all from Minnesota, probably. Um, there's been one or two from there. Yeah, they'll but, fuck anything up. Those guys from Minnesota come up anywhere and they fuck it all up. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, don't I don't have to run you off the road because it's already busy enough. Mm. Are you you so you haven't ran into a bunch of out of staters yet? Or out of country, or like blue platers. Well, a lot of guys aren't really wanting to come up yet because October fifteenth, like until then, you can't hunt geese in the afternoon. Right. You can only hunt them in the morning. When are we going to be there? And the snow geese really haven't showed up either. Before October fifteenth, you can't hunt geese in the afternoon, or or September fifteenth. Yeah. October. So you we'll we'll hunt them in the mornings when you guys are here. Yeah, and then. Probably be a duck and goose shoot in the morning, and then cranes or cranes and ducks. They they've been feeding a lot together too. Really? Yeah. Like like separate in the field, or are they like run around one another? I mean, they're both. I mean, huh? They're some field in there. Some are you know off on their own. Yeah, I always figured the cranes would be by themselves. That's pretty cool to hear. Everything I've seen so far, I think it's mainly because we got a lot of young ducks, too. But they want to be around something that can protect right. them. You know. When did you get up there? The twenty fifth. Yeah, he twenty fourth, twenty. You've been up there about what two weeks? He came when we left to go to Blake's wedding. He came by the lodge and got a lucky duck kennel. Yeah, but I don't remember what day that was. Well, it was in October, yeah. August twenty first, maybe nineteenth. Last part of August. Then what did you do when you got up there? Start grass and stuff? Uh, yeah, we had to get the whole lodge prepped. So this is the first year with like legit clients, like our per, like own personal clients. Last year, because my boss bought this place like a year and a half ago, or I guess two years ago now. So last year they ran like clients that were already booked with the other outfitter. And then this year, you know, everything got changed. Obviously, prices went up because the accommodations and everything are, you know, 
five star. Um, so last year, the client lodge was open, um, but there wasn't anything in it. There was no mounts. It was just bare walls and everything. So we hung a whole bunch of a whole bunch of mounts. We hung a whole bunch of pictures and stuff around the area, just stuff like that. Because we have like the max we'll ever have is like eight oh, guys. Oh, nice. So one group, um, sometimes we'll run two groups. Our boss has his own lodge here when he brings his buddies up. Um, so we'll never have, you know, over 16 people client wise or hunter wise. That's easy. So yeah, it's, it's nice. And really up here from everything, like I've been talking to Rob about, you don't really want to run more than that because it's already hard enough, you know, come, I don't know end of september to end of october right. to get fields because billion people up here yeah right around the time we come it gets really really hard yeah <laughs> just for you Andy. do y'all have land locked up that y'all have or do y'all have are y'all in a rush like everyone else is to try to get places to hunt? jeff you can't lease land up there land but um like we're friends with farmers up here like some guys will they just built a good relationship with them talking to them at their house and stuff and they'll call and be like hey you know we got birds on the field these guys knocked if you guys don't have a field you know you can hunt here obviously but if you do have a field i'll let these guys hunt right. kind of thing like that so i've been on both ends of that deal i've got some farmers in oklahoma that would call me if they'll be yeah. like hey someone called about this place and i'll go over and look oh yeah it's a hunt we'll hunt it for sure and then I've been that guy that I've looked at a field and said, well, I need to call these other guys to hunt on me. Sometimes you're like, well, fuck, I know I'm not going to be getting on there then. Right. I basically just yeah. did their scouting for them. Yes, that's exactly right. And you're like, shit. Yep. Yeah. Now, let me call these guys real quick and see if they want to hunt it or not. You're like, motherfucker. Now they know there's birds in their field. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Um, are you doing, or have you done the scouting mostly or are you the, the setter upper? Okay. Give me a minute. Well, you got to clean them birds right now, buddy. Okay, give me a second. Um, anyways. Until Josh is not real uh, high on the pole there. You can tell. <laughs> he's low on the totem pole. You need to go, little buddy? You need to go clean some birds. Do you want me to call you back when we're no, done No, you, you go ahead and go clean some you birds. You go do your job. Anyways, we, okay. look, we look forward to We're coming to Quill Lake Outfitters. We're doing a TV show up there. Me and Andy will be up there in October. We cannot be there. Be on the road with Boss. Cannot wait to come see you, Josh, and hang out with you. And I will expect my birds have, to be cleaned at a prompt time, too. Yeah, huh? we do have an open September 31st show up and then hunt till the 2nd, I believe. So you get a three-day hunt, arrive on September 31st. People, I highly recommend this. Five-star lodge, five-star place, five-star guides. Ask for the guide that can call real good. Don't ask for Josh Moore. Yeah. How many birds you got to go clean? I don't know, 25. Oh, fuck, that's easy. That's light work. What do you do with them? You breast them out? Yeah, breast them out, because I don't think any of these guys are keeping them, so we'll breast them out and then throw them in the freezer. Harry would be proud of you, cleaning yeah. boy. That's light work. Yep. Light work. All right, buddy, yeah, we we'll, do. we'll see you in another month. Be safe up there. Shoot them up. Have fun. And all right. Uh, if, if you need anything from us, you let me know, and I can bring you whatever you need. Jeff will, Jeff will meal for okay. you. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. See bye you, bye. Talk bye. to you later. See ya. Bye.
I love that boy. He's a good kid. God Almighty. His parents done an excellent job of raising him. His mama did because his dad was gone a lot. He's a good mm-hmm. kid. Very good kid. You got anything else to talk about? No, we pretty well did it yesterday. We got the, the, the wonderful one and only Trevor Shanahan will be on with us tomorrow. Yep. Yep, he'll be on and talk a little bit more. Hope Trevor comes out of his shell a little bit and gives us his opinion <laughs> on things. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Those birds need to get done right away. Right away. Josh was hating that. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Just trying to just trying to do some PR for this place. That's I cannot wait to go. It is a top notch place. Seriously, folks, if you're in the states and you're wanting to go somewhere and have a big time bang up hunt in Colorado, I'm in Colorado. I'm looking for in Canada, and want hunt Quill Lake Outfitters is a place to go. And they will be available. They have some date. One group will open September 20. Did he say 29th or September 31st? Uh, There is no September 31st. So September if you said 20, that, he was incorrect. September was... 29th to October 2nd. But right. I would jump all over that if group four, five, six guys want to go to Canada. That'd be a time to go. Yep. So we'll be up there soon. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See you. Bye. <laughs>